Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show number 341 with your host, Lauren Gray. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Hospitality Marketing, the podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Gray, and this is episode number 341. So each week, we spend around 20 to 30 minutes sharing the most interesting tools, news, and techniques being used in marketing for the hospitality industry. We also do a quick recap of our weekly live TV show, This Week in Hospitality Marketing, which also airs every Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern U.S. time on the Hospitality Channel on your TV. So with that, let's get started. And now, today's new resource tool. So... We have talked about this tool before in a series of about 12 tools. Um, and it's not so much the tool discussion as is the purpose of the discussion of the tool. I know it sounds vague and totally in a circular conversation, but our tool today is Influencify.co. Now, Influencify was a tool we were talking about um, in regards to influencer research. And we gave several tools in the discussion. As a matter of fact, Influencerify was joined with Trend.io, Incense.pro, Socialblade.com, Shoutcart.com, Buzzguru.com, Aspire.io, Upfluence.com, Clear.com, Socialbakers.com, Webfluential.com, Tracker.com, Grin.co. There you go. Shotgun. Now, all those links aren't going to be in the show notes. Really, Influencify will be the only one we leave in there. In our previous episodes of podcasts under Influencer Tools, um, you will see that we talked about all those and have those as links as well. And depending upon any email feedbacks and so forth, I can share additional links as well. But going to the tool itself, Influencify does four primary things. It's not one, not cheap. Let's get to that. First is reveal and research. Critical component of influencers is determining if there are influencers that are most relevant to your product. In this case, as we talk about hospitality, your hotel or your restaurant, and you research what it is that they have as followers. The, it's not just a numbers count. It's about uh, are they engaged followers? Do they respond? And at what percentages do they respond? What platforms are they at? What mediums do they tend to prefer? What type of things do they share? How do they share them? What's the tone of their sharing? The voice of their sharing? Um, all those have aspects to the value proposition to you as the, the person that's going to sign a contract with them to represent your product to their audiences. The next aspect of Influenceify is plan and discover. This helps you to create what you need to do to begin the process of introduction, creation of content, distribution of the content, metrics of the content, and so forth. Which brings us to the third point, which is connect and manage, which is connecting to the influencers, managing the relationship with them. And then the fourth piece to this tool is track and report. Tracking what it is that you do do uh, with them and reporting as to the success based on the engagements and the percentages and the metrics that you and the influencer agree to when you get into the business relationship with them. So. 
that's our tool review and our mention shotgun as it were as to all the other tools that are similar and helpful to you in that point and so for that reason we're going to jump right over to our technique of the week now for this week's hospitality technique so our technique this week is as by request TikTok, Snapchat, short stories and reels, the one minute universe of today. This came out of inspiration of our previous podcast and live show coverage, actually, in relationship to the visual medium short form platforms of TikTok, Snapchat and short stories. Uh, actually, I think we referred to the reels at the time, which is Instagram, in case you're not knowing. TikTok is of itself. Snapchat is of itself. Stories, are, Shorts are related to YouTube shorts, which is its answer for the first two. Stories and reels are variations within the Instagram platform, which is, as we know, all Facebook. So those are the four large dominant players in this space right now. There are others not as uh, engaged with, and they all represent different demographics. Um, and into their usership. Now, what inspired this conversation was about the fact that I had made a comment in the live show initially that December was the first month on record that the number one website in the world for traffic volume of time, uh, it turned into being TikTok. It, it normally is, as you would imagine, Google, and then there was times based on circumstances, mainly pandemic-related, that Facebook overseeded them. TikTok beat both of them and everybody else in the world as being the number one website. And we went through a little bit of the government history of it and the issues and the problems and the news coverage that it had and so forth. But it has turned into this amazingly large usage platform with caveats. And the caveats that we mentioned in the podcast primarily was to your own self be true. Know your audience and know who you are to your audience. TikTok is, by all sense and measure, a youthful platform. Uh, not just in its age of durability, but also in its usership. Its largest percentage percentage of people that use it are younger than 45 and substantially younger than that by context of uh, below the age of 21. Uh, so you have a different demographic medium. It's a means, if you look at it, it is these tools of communication. Now, we're going to focus a little bit on to the granularity of what options you have from a marketing perspective on these platforms. So bear with me as I go through some of the perspectives of how each channel or platform, it's not channel, what each platform represents. Snapchat also is in its world of youthfulness, very similar to TikTok. And it is in durability of its videos and its engagement of its videos and its means of being able to do things on it as a marketing medium. Um, it's really about social context and the duration of what you're sharing. Uh, and I have some theories as to how this all came from its user interface of how both of them are used. And we'll get to that in just a second as well. YouTube Shorts is one of the newest contributors to this space of short videos. Uh, and it's really just an offshoot from, as we all know, YouTube. And then, of course, stories and reels are the variations that are within the context of Instagram, what Instagram used to be, what Instagram is now and what Instagram is doing and how it's matured in lots of different ways and still hasn't quite kept its uh, individual identity and got very homogenous with what it does with Facebook and so forth. Meta, but it's really Facebook. Um, so let's break all these down for a little bit. Uh, the fun part of all of these is where did they come from? 
Now, we used to make fun of the dating apps, which was swipe left, swipe right, which was just really visually looking at somebody. And for whatever you want to look at them, not just visually, but information about them, you would say interested, not interested. That engagement with your phone, okay, and the fact that we are now, the internet is mobile. It is your phone. Uh, the numbers keep going up. We're around the 70 percentile of all traffic of the internet is related to phone, mobile usage, not tablets, not, not tab iPads, not laptops, not desktops. It's your phone. And consumable media on your phone is the primary engagement at this point. So much, so much is done through your phone. But with it is this fire hose, as we talked about all of this stuff, even back when we talked about social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook, this, this deluge of content that is constantly going on. Uh, you know, it's, it's an inch wide, but a mile deep kind of thing. Um, but in the case of TikTok, it's a mile wide and 100 miles deep. All of these platforms are like this. It's overwhelming the amount of content that we have available, the shareability of content. Uh, and we condemn the very platforms that we use as to creating us into our own echo bubble, uh, only sent feeding us information that we find interesting or that is similar to us. Well, that's literally the self-fulfilling prophecy of what the platform is for. But in the consumption of content has come its progression in the sense of media. And I did go back in previous shows and talk about how it has progressed from texting was the only fast way to do it for when phones only did phones, all the way through to being able to share images, to eventually sharing videos, to now live streaming. It all comes to connection speed and connectivity and volume of data and compression of data. Well, enter into the world of YouTube, what was videos now is people who don't have that duration. If anybody did YouTubes and does YouTubes, you know that you have not a viewership, like did they see your video or not, but you have a progression of how long did they watch your video. And you see very substantive drop-offs within seconds and or maybe a minute or two or a few minutes, depending upon the durability of your entire video, as to what people watch. Not so many people go through the beginning to the end. They go through to get what it is they find of interest to watch it. Once they feel satiated with that, they move on. So TikTok and Snapchat, in, in, in true honesty, Instagram was the first to begin to do this. Snapchat, then TikTok, and then stories were the latter. All thrive on this 60-second visualization. Nothing is over 60 seconds. That's the max cap limit. As a matter of fact, they actually recommend it to be shorter than 60 seconds. They're engagement pieces. Now, to that end... Um, reels are, uh, have the chance to be longer in Instagram. They could be up to 45 minutes. Um, and they're more of the long-form engagement, like YouTube. It's their answer towards YouTube's long-form engagement that they have. Um, but the TikToks and the Snapchats, 60 seconds. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. So there's the picture of it. Now what you have is what do I do with it? Well, we know that as people begin to come into their prime, millennials are in their prime for their finances in their world. They're in the 40s now, um, getting in their 40s. Um, the progression of age groups will move forward. What they progress with is what they used in their exposure to media as their mainstay communication process. That's what they do. Facebook as noted in our conversations in some shows and podcasts this past month, recorded its first reporting in their quarterly reporting of having lesser people the day after than the day before. This is the first time Facebook 
showed a, a reduction in day 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 to day users. So all things have its time in the sun, and you know all the other old sayings you can say to this. Um, and Facebook has always been, in the most part, the platform of deference for people saying, "Well, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, whatever. At least I can." connect with them on Facebook. They understand that platform enough that I can do that with them if they're young. Um, as the kids look up to their parents and grandparents. But eventually in time, what they do will be looked at by those behind, younger than them as to their progressive platform of engagement. And there is no perfect platform, but there is perfect engagement. And the mean by that is that you feel good about using the platform because it gives you the information in the format that you want to receive it. Right now, it's in 60-second video insertion. 60 seconds. That's what you got. We've often talked about the internet being and, and websites and so forth and ads having a seven second before they can click the mouse and go. This is a swipe away. This is a thumb flip and you're out. So you don't even have that kind of durability of time to even make your point. It is all about front-loaded content and residual value after you've made the impact of stay here and finish watching. And so to that end, TikTok advertisements, Snapchat advertisements, shorts advertisements, stories and reels advertisement all have particular purpose based on the demographics, the message, and the intent of what the message action item is supposed to be. Those are your three core elements to this process. So let's break down some of these ones. Let's let's take the most unknown one for right now, because the other ones are relatively better known for having length of time. Let's look at TikTok. Types of TikTok ads. And yes, there are TikTok ads. And yes, you can advertise on TikTok. Um, the problem, I wouldn't say the problem. The issue is that TikTok... Um, has some very expensive options, which is called reservation buying, and then more controllable cost options, which are for the common folk of businesses, called ad auctions. The ad auctions you're going to see are very familiar to what you have seen before, but let's, let's first get into reservation buying. Reservation buying have some interesting components to it. Let me, let me first rattle off what they are, and then we'll go back and highlight some of the variations to this. So reservation advertising on TikTok requires, it has a choice of brand takeover, brand AR content, hashtag challenges, top views, and in-feed in ads. Those are your options in TikTok ads. Brand take, uh, takeover is just that. You take over the brand. It's there. Brand AR content is literally you putting your product in the AR environment of your phone where the person sees it with your product. Obviously, you're seeing retail as a key component to this. Hashtag challenges. You're creating an environment ecosystem around following a unique hashtag that's used in TikTok at the time. Top view is like the Super Bowl commercial of it all. It runs on the platform whenever it opens up, which is huge. That as soon as they open a platform to get into wherever they're interested in looking at, you're the first thing they see. It plays full feature. You're also talking about quarter million dollars. Give you some perspective. So, you know, that's the world of Nikes and Coca-Colas and stuff to do those kind of things. In-feed ads, just that. Within them, people going from one item to the next item. Uh, it is probably the most, one of the most affordable out of all of the ones that are available uh, for reservation buying. Um, but still pretty darn pricey because of sheer volume of traffic that you're pushing your insertions into. So let's get down more to the ad-based ones, auction ad options. You have your traditional CPC, 
Very cool, very easy, very straightforward. Pay for volume of traffic of people clicking. You have what's called optimized CPC, which is their version of basically handling the account for you based on the metrics of success that you give them, whether it's visualization, conversions, click-throughs, whatever. They will op uh, optimize what that is. You pay a certain amount. They fit it according to what your goal set is for that. And you may say, well, that's just CPC under control. No, it's not because they base it on the fact that a click could be 50 cents, a click could be $10. But if you're telling them that you need 10 reservations, they will spend the effort to make sure based on the volume of exposure necessary to get you those 10 clicks. How much you cost per click is determined upon what it took to get those 10 clicks, which are conversions for, for, for purchase or something. So, and then of course you have cost per thousand CPM and cost per view, which is just exposure value. Um, those are your variations for TikTok ads. Now, TikTok as the caveat being demographically very key element to this two and this goes back to our tool that we threw out there today not for the unfamiliar this isn't a i always wanted to do a tiktok ad so therefore i am one and will do one if you have no sense of the platform and the medium and the content that you're doing if you don't already have a well-established tiktok representation of your business this is not the place to first start to try to discover that. Yes, there's virility. Yes, there's exposure to a large volume of people. Yes, you can take off like a rocket if you're unique enough to be, be that, says the guy driving the longboard, drinking cranberry juice, listening to Fleetwood Mac. Okay? But in all honesty, that doesn't happen for product and certainly for when it comes to hospitality. You have to have a really unique feature and items that, and it has to be done in a very, again, 60-second format, high-end, front-end content of catch their attention and the novelty, uniqueness perspective of it entices them to want to follow and share. That's a lot of lightning in one bottle. Okay, so it is better, as we mentioned, why we refer to the Influencify.co tool to find those already doing it in context to their relationship to what you are as a product, hotel, travel, restaurant, dining, whatever uh, venue that you think that you want to do this with and find those people that already have the engaged audiences, have the voice already there, have the means of creating the content with discussion with you as to what it is you're trying to imply and convey and let them be the ones that share your message to everyone else it doesn't mean that you don't have your own tiktok because you're going to need some anchor reference point for them to know whom they're talking and seeing you can't just be invisible on the very platform you're advertising but the influencers will be the ones that drive the traffic to what it is that you're wanting them to do. And a lot of it may go to simply websites, call to actions, form fill, whatever it is that you're looking for the purpose of this engagement level. And again, probably looking at more of an ad auction relationship. How can you amplify what the, the influencer is doing and or just do the influencer and not actually spend money on advertising, be the reservation or ad auction. So that's a key element of why we're referring to influencers under our tool reference and why we only gave one because really it's just a tip of an iceberg discussion of all the other tools. Influencify does use TikTok influencers in its database, which is why I pulled that one in specifics because it does do TikTok research for influencers. Not all influencer platforms have the database access of influencers within TikTok. They have them mainly on Instagram, mainly on Twitter, 
um, uh, Facebook, what uh, LinkedIn. They're more of the traditional influencer tracking databases where the newer ones or the, the ones emerging, uh, like Influencify, have TikTok in their repertoire, along with Instagram in their repertoire, as long as Snapchat in their Instagram, and now Shorts in their, their process. So enough of the TikTok. Let's move it over to Instagram. Instagram has been around and has been integrated with Facebook. It has a lot of value resources associated with Facebook in the sense of data and filtering and targeting and what have you. But what are your choices in Instagram? What can you do on Instagram when it comes to advertising? Very quickly, let's just run through the list. Not here to re-explore all of them. And also to know that IGTV is no longer a thing, but it's still there. It's more reels at this point. Okay, But IGTV, Instagram TV, do does still exist uh it's just not and its feed of for uh, formatted show information wasn't highlighted in the top nav bar anymore reels are but it still exists uh reels have taken over that and taken over the responsibility for it and it's only over time that igtv is really not a consideration of this so as i list the options realize that that one is a fade and not ever and not as much as the other ones so instagram ad types you have image ads yeah okay kept obvious stories ads Okay, video ads, these are content types, carousel ads, collection ads, and if in Instagram, being familiar with the space, you know what collection is, uh, it's, not a car- it's not a carousel, which is a, a line that goes between the two, it is a collection which shows all of them in, ver- in variety, like a tile, explore ads, uh, again, IGTV ad, which is a fade, Shopping ads and Reels ads. Reels are the long-form videos that are allowed on Instagram. Shorts, uh, excuse me, stories are are ones that normally they're just now changing again. Instagram's changing more. They just made a huge announcement that Instagram is changing even more again. And uh, from what they're saying, and even though it just changed. Um, they're changing more in the sense that you're going to be able to more than uh, respond to stories with memes. You're going to be actually able to like stories, uh, follow stories, uh, put them in different chronological orders. Uh, so you're going to have more inv- investment of opportunities to customize your engagement on the Instagram platform. And from that, as from a marketing perspective, means I have more eyes looking for longer periods of time on what I'm trying to put in front of them. So all these variations of Instagram ads turn into a high profile value. Okay, so those are two ones. The other two, Snapchat, um, Snapchat, TikTok, again, going back to TikTok, all have business platforms they have to sign up for um, and set up. And it takes time. So don't think there's just a, oh, I got to go flip a switch. You got to get verifications. You got to do validations. You have to connect to certain accounts. You have to go through the process of whether you're qualified to run the account. It's a lot more than they're not sitting there just, oh, please give us any money to advertise with us. They've turned into a massive business and they you have to follow their rules and guidelines. So don't think that this is a decide today, run tomorrow process. A lot of these take a decision today, go for verification, validation process, confirmation, and then create your content variations and all the other things that you have to go through, which we've discussed many tools about how to be creative on all these platforms that the specs for what you need to run on these platforms are already built into the developer platform tool itself so that you don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, I'm one pixel over on a frame size, uh, that all things have to be visual vertical, not you know square you can kind of get away with, horizontal ain't ever gonna happen. Um, so you have to make sure it's in the medium size that's best suited for that platform, especially if you're gonna spend money on advertising. Now, YouTube Shorts, 
relatively new player to the process, but from a very old and massively grill in the room status. YouTube is YouTube. It is still the second largest search engine and it still has massive usability and so many variations not here to be discussed today. But their shorts um, are now their way of saying, we get it. Everybody likes a really short video. They don't want to watch even a 10 minute video, two minute video, three minute. They want 60 seconds max. So our app to do these, okay, very simple and straightforward, easy to do, great editor. All these things have overlays and filters and green screen capabilities and flip screens and time lapses and hyperlapses and all these tools. If you none of this makes sense to you, that's the caveat of why you shouldn't be doing it because all of this needs to be understood, needs to be able to be used for these tools to be functionally valuable. Shorts, you do your advertisement for for YouTube shorts in YouTube's ad platform, which is ads.google.com. You create your YouTube variations for shorts in the sense of selecting it as an ad categorization where you want to put stuff in. And from that, you put in your context and all the types of ads available on it through ads.google.com for YouTube. Okay. Instagram, straight up Facebook ad business manager. That's where you go. You indicate you're doing Instagram ads. The formatting is then adjusted for it. There are platforms that we've talked about, tools like Canva, um, that, that do good things with it as well, that have the format size correct, even give you suggested templates to use and so forth based on what you're trying to do. You can select what you think is very brand similar to you and so you have less modifications to uh, on the template and speeds up your process when we get the ads to market. Um, so all these platforms want to take your money. <laughs> they want to use your money. Um, and so they're going to give you the means to do so. But all of them are not begging for your money and you have to follow their rules and guidelines. So there you have it. Uh, kind of, I wouldn't say necessarily all over the board. We're only talking about four primaries. All of them have variations. All of them have methodologies. In the show notes, I've put a whole, all of what we've talked about plus additional links to some really cool lead and guidance stuff. Uh, one in there, tongue in cheek, that you'll see is I've often mentioned my Doppel Dangler. Uh, my look at me on my my clone or whatever her name is lauren gray and she is one of the lead if close to being one of the top 10 on tiktok um and and she has i think over four and a half million followers now on tiktok uh she's a young girl very attractive does very much about lip syncing and so forth and what have you uh, and as I mentioned on, on previous podcasts, I disappoint many a young man who thinks that they're reaching out to Lauren Gray on social media on find it's an old dude uh, just because I owned Lauren Gray before she was probably born. Um, and so they get very mad at me, like I should be surrendering up my identity to her because obviously she's more popular than me. Eh, maybe if they reach out, you know, if the check's big enough, I can give them that name, right? So anyways, um, I put the link to the article to that and talking about how they are wagging the dog. They are the tail that's wagging the dog. All these platforms are relying upon now keeping them as treasured items. You looked at the Spotify thing with, uh, what's his name, podcast, wrong, whatever, $200 million. Spotify is all in on them because they want to be the predominant podcasters, right? Well, they know that uh, their platform's success is based on their cream of the cream crop of, of people that have huge, huge followings that use the platform to engage with them. And so they want to pander to them. As a matter of fact, 
YouTube Shorts trying to spur into this is offering $200 million in, in funding to reward and tag high usage uh, YouTube Shorts uh, influencers. They're going to be giving tons of money to these people to be using their platform. That's how valuable these platforms are, that they can throw $200 million in incentive to get leaders that have huge followings on other platforms over to their platforms so they can garner that following and that audience. Because as with all things, the larger the audience, the more they can charge for marketing for people like us that are willing to spend to get in front of those people that are using that platform. Now, this week's hospitality news that you should know. So, I think we've hit all the bases with it and explanations of the links as to what's in there and uh, some guidelines as to what to do and what not to do. I wanted to do a quick recap, not so much a news item. This is just a simple show review. And this is uh, with, um, we spoke with Ellis Conley, uh, this new CRO, Chief Revenue Officer of Lassie. Lassie AI. Lassie is a really neat program. Um, that I would do funny as it was, it was started this whole conversation as I was talking to Alice to get caught up with his new gig. And I was really just chewing on the fact of what Stay Wonderful used to be and so forth before it became Lassie with a bunch of other combinations of other resources. And he had a laugh. He says, you know, that's us. And I'm like, whoop, back step. Went too far on the, I didn't like this and attribution this and what have you. Their, their vision, their vision goal uh, especially with their new rollout relationship with Margaritaville, is profound in how our industry is reevaluating its relationship with its guests. Uh, this uh, criticism you've heard me say many times as to this frequency programs that are run with our brands. They're not loyalty programs, they're frequency programs. Carrot on a stick, come, with, come stay with us enough times and I'll give you something. Usually it's not worth the effort, I'll be honest with you. Um, and so reevaluating that relationship to giving eminent value rewards for engagement, uh, eminent gratification, our world is based on that now. Uh, as evidenced by the topics we just had with TikTok and the rest of them, media gratification. Um, and so adjusting how we engage with our guests and what we provide them as value propositions for that engagement with us is a welcomed change to the perspective of our industry as it blossoms. And it was a fascinating conversation with Lassie. Mr. Edward St. Ange from Flip2, uh, which we haven't had on the show for a while. It was a pleasure to have him back on. We got to share a lot of, of perceptions as to what was and what it is now, the values to what is seized to be happening, and the need for it in our, in our industry to really reconnect with our guests on a more personal level. So it was a great listen to. It will be recasted on at 11.30 a.m. Sydney, Australia time and 11.30 a.m. London time on Wednesdays for both of them. Uh, that makes it a little easier for the time zones for everyone over there. Of course, you can always see it on hospitalitychannel.tv and replays. And you can go to talktravel.tv or simply go to your TV, Apple, Amazon, um, Google, Roku, look for a hospitality channel in your channel selections, uh, connect up with it. The live show is always on the free side of that. There is a subscription side of $4.99 to watch additional content behind it, much like a Netflix. But uh, on the free side, we always run the, the live shows available, so you can always watch us on the live show for that. So remember, you can find our podcast on Google Play, Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora. The list goes on 39 platforms and counting. We are even on Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, and Siri. Simply just ask them to play the Hospitality Marketing Podcast, and it'll play the latest, which is this one until next 
next Friday. But no matter which one you use, if you like the show, please rate us and leave a comment so that others can find us. And we will always, if you have comments of content that you would like, questions you have, follow-ups or anything, please send me an email at lauren at hospitalitydigitalmarketing.com. I'll be happy to get with you. I answer each and every email for the podcast and also the live shows. And of course, if this is your first time hearing us, please subscribe to us on the platform you discovered us on or the 38 of the other ones we might be on. Um, and we welcome you as a, as a now subscribing member to always listen to it. We do the show every week, uh, podcast included, podcast live show every week. So you'll always get a new, fresh per- perspective on what's happening in hospitality marketing. And of course, for all archive replays, you can go to for our live show and podcast at hospitalitychannel.tv. And as always, please do not forget about our live video talk show that we just referred to. Uh, um, it's on TV. You can watch and participate if you'd like to join us uh, every Friday, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Eastern U.S. Time, I should say. And the show, of course, is called This Week in Hospitality Marketing, The Live Show. Um, again, archives are at hospitalitychannel.tv. My name is Lauren Gray, and I thank you for the privilege of your time. You have been listening to This Week in Hospitality Marketing, the podcast show 341 brought to you by Hospitality Digital Marketing and in support of the HSMAI, Hospitality Sales and Marketing Association International, all right reserved copyright 2022. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.